Get Money, an entertaining podcast, yes, but also a guide to getting your financial shit together. Today's topic, send help. Some things in personal finance just take too much time or energy to take on myself. In this episode, we're talking about financial advisors. How much do they cost? What do they do exactly? And can they help you get money? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey guys, I'm Amber. I'm a breaking news reporter. And I also have a real interest in personal finance stuff. I have a, a newsletter about saving each week. And I'm from Australia. I moved to the US about six years ago. I'm Shane. I am a <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Shane. I'm a CPA and a CFP. I own a tax firm uh, and a financial planning firm with AJ, my business partner. Uh, I live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and I'm from Mississippi. I'm AJ. I'm a certified financial planner and an enrolled agent. Uh, I come from a background of music journalism and book editing. Um, so I took a slightly left turn into the finance world and uh, I grew up in Los Angeles. Hey y'all, I'm Carl. I'm a law student. I spent five years working on Wall Street and um, I'm from Brooklyn. Hey guys. Howdy. How's it going? Hey, it was good. In this episode, it might really sound like we are selling a financial advisor to you, but that decision is totally up to you. We just want to explain a little bit about the benefits of a financial advisor so you can make that decision all by yourself. Where's the money? So let's ask, how often does everyone here get a text from a friend that's a question about money? I get it all the time. I probably got one right before I came in. And I always tell folks, like, look, I just work in the industry, but I'm not a planner. I'm not an advisor. So you should definitely, like, talk to someone else. So AJ and Shane, you are both certified financial planners. Does that mean friends just text you questions about money all the time? Just Constantly. for some free advice? All day, every day. What's the most common question you get asked? Does this look infected? No. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, probably, uh, where's my refund? <laughs> where's my tax refund? <laughs> it's something I, I get pretty routinely. What credit card should I get? Oh, yeah. All the time. How should I invest my 401k? Should I contribute more to my 401k? What's your favorite credit card? Which bank should I sign up for? Is this interest rate low or high? All day long. And I'm happy to answer it. I have free dinners for the next five years as as payback for, um, you know, helping them figure out whatever situation um, they're in the middle of. Because like how much can a financial advisor help? How do they help? A financial advisor can help in so many different ways. You know, the question of like, do I need a financial advisor at this moment? Some people advocate for everyone needs a financial advisor, but usually it's when you're about to make a really big decision that's going to have a lot of personal and financial consequences. For some people, that's, you know, I just got a new job and I have a higher income. I want to make sure I'm making that money work for me. That's a great time to reach out to a financial planner or advisor. Am I about to buy a home? 
I'm about to have a child. Uh, I'm about to get married, about to get divorced. You know, these big life changes where, you know, you're not quite sure which direction to go in and you could really use someone who you trust to help point you in the right direction. You can just kind of know. I feel in over my head. I, I feel like I've got all these resources and I don't know if I'm using them uh, appropriately. You know, if you're too busy, you need to start delegating some of these tasks. And a financial advisor can often pay for themselves if you pick the right one. And how do they help? One of the best ways that they help is they help you avoid making big mistakes. Some of the most pivotal financial moments in my life is because I I goofed up at some point. didn't have insurance when a major accident happened. There's a lot of ways they can reduce your taxes. They can make sure that you got the proper uh, insurance, like I said, in place. They can set you on a path towards retirement. It depends on how old you are. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is not invest. I guess I'm interested in knowing, so a financial advisor is great if I'm going through like a life change. Do I just use them for that like one moment or is there something that I should be getting advice on for forever? This should be your best friend. Like y'all should be hanging out on Fridays and shit. These guys who are actual financial planners, like, please, <laughs> I don't want to hang out with my clients. Oh, yeah. We love our clients. We hang out with our clients all the time. Oh, <laughs> and we are going to get naked with your money. We're going to know everything about you, more than your parents know about you in terms of finances probably, right? So I think that you should definitely really like your advisor. You should like how much you're paying, but you should also really like that person because you got to trust this person with buying a house, having a kid. Those are insanely personal things that you're going to disclose to them and, and open up about. I think when you're young, you know, someone asks you, like, what are your goals? It's really hard to identify what your goals are. It's probably to just to get by, to go out with your friends, to continue liking your job, to just be a happy person. But a, a good financial planner is going to help you define what those goals are for the long term. How long do you want to work at this job? Do you need a different job? Do you want to get married? What does retirement look like? You know, kind of planning out your whole life. So it's a lot of it's a lot of touchy feely stuff. It's not just numbers. It's forcing you to think about you know what what you want to spend this money that you're working so hard to to make on. You know what what do, what do you want your life to be? How can we help you plan to hit all of those goals? And how can we help you define what those goals are? Yeah, I think emotionally, human beings like like to have confidence and not have any surprises. What we do for a lot of our clients is we give them a crystal ball for the next two years. Here's what your tax amount due is going to be in eight months from now. I'm like, okay, now let's plan for that. One less thing to worry about. And the less you think about your money, I think the better off you are emotionally. That's what we do for a lot of our clients is make them actually think about their money less so that they can focus on their life, which is rad. How do I tell if a financial advisor is good or not? I think transparency is important. Um, when you meet a prospective financial advisor, if they're willing to answer your questions and they have good answers to your questions and they're transparent about how they get paid, uh, that's probably the first question you should ask them is how they get paid. Make sure that they're not just there to sell you products. Um, that's probably a red flag if they're if they get paid from selling you third party insurance policies or mutual funds. You know, we we advocate for the the CFP marks, the Certified Financial Planning marks. We think that those are the that's the gold standard and um, financial planning knowledge. But it's just a, it's just a starting place, honestly. When I got my CFP five years ago. I felt like I was a badass, and then I sat in front of a client and realized that actual practice, uh, you know, being a practitioner is a lot different from taking a test. How much should a financial advisor cost? They're gonna they're gonna charge you between two thousand and ten thousand dollars a year, but it, you know, if they save you fifteen twenty thousand because they're able to lower your taxes, or they were able to cut your fees in insurance or investing or what have you, then then they've paid for themselves, and that happens all the time in the space. So. I have a lot of examples. One that came up recently is a client was wondering if she should get married in December or January. She got married one month earlier. Her taxes go down by $18,000. So there's all kinds of creative ways that financial advisors can pay for themselves. And they should be honest about it when you have that 
first conversation with them? In the finance space, you know, we all went through the great recession of 2008. A lot of shady things happened. A lot of really risky, aggressive moves were made at big banks. And there was a lot of obfuscation. You know, we didn't know what was going on. So when you go to meet with a financial advisor or planner, ask them a lot of questions. Obfuscation is to make something less clear and harder to understand, especially intentionally. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Scam likely. It can be confusing and difficult looking for a financial advisor. Wall Street? Come on, who trusts Wall Street after the 2008 financial crisis? Here are some things to watch out for. There's a lot of intentionally confusing jargon in the financial services industry. A financial planner will dissect it for you and answer any questions that you have. Beware of advisors who won't answer your questions or dodge them. A lot of advisors offer, quote, free, unquote, investment advice, but in fact are getting paid through commissions on expensive mutual funds or insurance policies. You think it's free, but it is most certainly not. Ask your financial planner or advisor if they hold themselves to the fiduciary standard. I do. That means they have to put their client's interests ahead of their own at all times. Sadly, that isn't the standard in the industry. If you got a lot of money, you either have a financial advisor or you can kind of pivot yourself and get to one relatively easy. But let's say you're a little tight on cash. Uh, what resources can I use for some financial advice? Yeah, I have a favorite book, sort of one that I started with. It's called Get a Financial Life, Personal Finance in Your 20s and 30s. Um, it's just a great overview. It's written in pretty plain language, but also goes into every topic. You know, it, she gets really into like definitions. That's a great place to start. It costs, I don't know, 15 bucks. <laughs> oh. um, the hard part is finding the time to read it. If you ever borrow a book from Shane, the bookmark is going to be a $2 oh. bill. It's pretty dope. That's true. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh. That is a, the only cool thing about U.S. currency. This is the rare $2 bill. <laughs> I was say that's the only cool thing about Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Um, another great resource is a website called NerdWallet. Um, they've got a lot of just easily explained articles that you can read in like two minutes. You know, if you're considering like doing balance transfers on credit cards, they've got a ton of resources there. That's tight. And they're really transparent about their editorial practices, so I like that. Obviously, you know, they make money by selling ads, but uh, it's nice to see that they're very transparent about that. Their website is nerdwallet.com, and they've got a ton of really helpful resources. All right. There are three things that I think everyone should have. You should have a financial advisor or a planner. You should have a lawyer and you should have an accountant. Those are like the three most vital people in your lives other than your parents and your spouse. 
So who wants to tell me who gets money? Bill Murray gets money. Bill Murray gets money? One time I got on an elevator. Fucking Bill Murray was on the elevator. What? You know who he was talking to? His accountant. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Old, old dude. Bill Murray's got him slapping his knees, laughing on the elevator. And that just goes to show you that like a positive relationship with financial people in your life can really help you out. I think it's really positive to not just like send your information to a, to an accountant and have like a transactional relationship with them, but to develop a like ongoing relationship with them because they're going to be thinking about you and they're going to want to help you out more over the course of your lifetime. So I think it's positive reinforcement. Shane, is your long game to become Bill Murray's accountant? I had a chance right there. I think I fucked it up. Bill's like, oh, do you want a selfie? You're like, no, no, no. no. He's like, no. I want a selfie with your accountant. <laughs> yeah. My true hero. <laughs> so you're meeting your financial advisor for the first time. Let me tell you how it's going to go. You're going to be nervous as hell because you probably never, ever spoke to anybody before money. about your money. Motivation. But guess what? I need you to breathe in and relax. This is the first step to a great future. When choosing a financial advisor, you have to choose somebody who's really cool. Somebody you feel like you could actually speak to. Think of them as your therapist. They're just your money therapist. They're going to ask you a lot of questions. Some questions you never heard of. Don't be afraid. Be as honest as possible. The more honest you can be, the more they can help you. They're going to ask you, what are your goals? Now, your goals, be creative about them, but also be real with them. Start to really imagine what your life could look like in the next year, in the next five years, in the next 10 years. So you can actually work backwards and build actionable steps moving forward. Whether it's a friend that knows about money or you decide to actually see a financial advisor, you should go out there and get some help. For real. Money shouldn't be a lonely game. I do talk to my friends about money. In fact, friends of mine started a group chat with me talking about stocks and investing like today. Mm. And it's a group chat of girls who they don't even, they've only met each other very briefly, but they knew about investing in stocks because of my newsletter and therefore we're like, okay, we're having like an investment chat. And so now there's like a Twitter DM group of a bunch of women where we're just talking about stocks. It's great. If you look at how like banks operate, they have these huge teams that do these different roles when it comes to like the investment analysis process. So you just have like people that just make PowerPoints, then you have people that just do research, then they give all that information to an economist who does their own research and they have their own team. So why don't we operate the same way as a team? So I think that team mentality that you and your friends have is a great start. If you're talking to an advisor in your early 20s, you know, you got a little extra cash coming in and you can save that and they can help you establish really good financial habits early on. That's priceless. So AJ, what kind of questions do you ask clients? Like when you start working with someone, what do you ask them to think about maybe they've never thought about before? We ask clients so many questions when they come on board. We send them a long form and they have to answer about 25 questions about their entire personal finance history. But I think the most important question we ask is what if there was no money or what if there was an unbelievable amount of money that it didn't matter. What would you still be doing with your life? This is how you get money. So when it comes to finding a financial advisor, remember, Number one, financial advisors get paid in many different ways. Are they selling you products or just giving advice? Make sure you find out. 
Number two, make sure they are putting your interest ahead of their own at all times. Are they a fiduciary? If not, it's probably best to avoid them. In our opinion, the certified financial planner designation is the gold standard. You'll want to find someone with those three letters, CFP, next to their name. You can find a CFP at letsmakeaplan.org. NAPFA is another great place to start. That's N-A-P-F-A. It's a national organization of fee-only financial planners who only get paid by their clients. They aren't making money off of selling you products, which is really important. It should be very clear how they get paid. They should be able to tell you. The New York Times did a great 21 questions you should ask your advisor piece, and it's got a ton of great questions that you should be asking any prospective financial advisor. Bring that to the meeting. The takeaway? Don't be intimidated by a financial advisor. If someone makes you feel uncomfortable or talks down to you, walk out of the meeting. There are plenty of good ones out there who will listen and be committed to building your wealth with you. Make sure this is a person you trust. You're going to be spending a lot of time with them. Hey, everyone. Have you learned something from Get Money? What was it? Did it change your life? In that case, tell a friend about Get Money. You too can change lives. Text us at 917-905-6636 with any and all questions you have. I need money for new pants because I just realized I don't own any jeans that go all the way to the ground. Get Money is an original production from Gilded Audio and Acast Studios. Check us out at getmoneypodcast.com and follow us at getmoneypod on Instagram. I need money for my band Liftoff. We dress up as silver astronauts and send people on a roller coaster ride of a jam odyssey. Apparently... That's not entertaining enough. So I need to buy used laser lights on the internet to blow people's minds. Next week, we're talking about retirement. You may be young, but you're never too young to start saving. Get money. Hold on, AJ, I got you. Get money. (laughs) 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 Let me turn that up to an 11. Turn up with every fucking day. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.